talking to some of the best names in contemporary Christian music. This is the Hope FM Artist Interview. And welcome to this week's episode of The Artist Interview, a podcast from Hope FM. I'm Gordon T, your host, and it's my absolute pleasure to get to speak to stars from the world of contemporary Christian music and hear about their journey with Jesus and play some of their great tracks. And this track we're about to play is actually one of my favourite songs to sing in church. I really love it. I love the lyric where it talks about God's breath in our lungs. Uh, let's hear it right now before we speak to David Leonard. This track is Great Are You Lord. It's your Great Are You Lord by David Leonard, and I'm very pleased to welcome David to Hope FM. Hey David, how are you doing? Hey, thanks for having me. It's an absolute honour. So, uh, Great Are You Lord, just to say, I love it, and it's probably familiar to so many people. Is it a track that you get to sing yourself still in church, or is it a track that now is just sort of in your history? Oh, no, no, no. It's, I mean, it's very much a, a part of the now as well. Uh, it, it's... Uh, you know, it's one of those things that you never know what a song is going to do. And then all of a sudden, uh, it just takes on a life of its own. And this one has been one that has continually been a gift. It never gets old hearing people sing it or me singing it. Um, the song's been a gift. And I'm, I'm just so thankful that it's connected with so many people and, and just that it continues to live on. Uh, on Spotify alone... It's had, I think, 70 million streams. I mean, it's it's a worldwide phenomenon of the song, so and, and brought so many blessings to people. I'm absolutely sure. Um, but I guess people in the UK maybe don't know David Leonard themselves very well. Uh, and it'd be great if you tell us a little bit about your story, your journey with Jesus, and and how music came to be part of your life. Yeah, I mean, I I I, uh, I grew up in Arkansas, which is the middle of the country. The the natural state is the what it's known for. No matter, I don't know what that actually means. It's just what it's called. <laughs> but um, we, I grew up there and, you know, grew up, my, my dad's been a pastor. He was a college pastor. And um, so I grew up kind of in ministry stuff and kind of fell in love with, with music stuff when I was probably 15 or 16. And um, my dad was doing his college group and, and I was like the only kid. I was it's a little small town, like 9000 people. And um, he's like, hey, I don't have anybody to like lead worship. And, and that was kind of like the beginning. That was like the late 90s and early 2000s. And so it was like trying to figure out what that even was, because, you know, the majority of church songs for us in Arkansas were like the the guy up there leading, doing his hand, you know, like directing the choir kind of thing. So uh, a guy with a guitar was very different for, for our, you know, area. And so uh, I learned a couple songs, you know, open the eyes of my heart and uh, stuff like that. And, and, and played those pretty much every week, <laughs> but um, yeah, really kind of had no idea what I was doing with that. It was just a, it was just a thing that I could do. I could, I could play guitar, I could sing, but didn't really have the connection of what actually it meant to lead worship. Um, I, I think obviously I, the foundation was being laid, but 
um, you know, I was a kid. I was just learning and ended up going to college. Um, and for me, you know, college, and I, I always heard my dad talk about this, that college was kind of the spot where um, your religion kind of becomes your own. Um, when you're growing up, a, a lot of times religion is is what your parents believe or, or what your family ha- has believed for forever. And you're just kind of a product of that. And when you go off to, to school, it's kind of the, the one time where you get to decide for yourself if this is going to be your path or, or if it's not going to be. So what were you, just to check before you, before you carry on with that, what, what, what did you study? So you're talking about university. So you're probably like, what, 18, 19. What did you go to study? Music. Oh, you were saying, okay. Well, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So, so, and then while you were there, you had that, it's, I guess for some people, it's a make or break moment when they hit university. They're, they're either establishing their faith or at that point, they often walk away from it. But for you, it, it was an establishing moment. It was an establishing moment. You know, it was, I was in a little small Christian school and, but it was the first time where I, I felt like I got to choose for myself and I got to, it got to become my thing. Um, which was, you know, liberating when you when you start to find God for yourself and, and you can't rely on your parents to tell you what it's supposed to be. Um, and, it, it, you know, it's, it's been a continued journey. I, at, at that time, I ended up starting a band and ended up starting. Um, we started playing around and ended up getting a record deal in Nashville, Tennessee, ended up moving to Nashville in 05. And we were kind of the all things to all people band. The band was called Jackson Waters. And like we could be the bar band, the church band, the whatever band. But like we just didn't know who we were writing songs for. Um, Did that for a while. Ended that. And I started playing keys for this band called Need to Breathe. Which is which is quite a big name. It's a I mean, a small little rock band out of South Carolina. They're still (laughs) still trying to make it happen. But, you know, (laughs) How, how, how did that come about, David? I just became, I had become friends with them. We actually got stuck in an elevator together. So back in the, back in the day, they used to have this thing called GMA week uh, here in Nashville. And all the artists would come from all over and we'd spend a whole week uh, at the Renaissance hotel and everybody would do their interviews, you know, a lot of stuff for the year and, and all that kind of stuff. And um, so my band need to breathe and another band called after Edmund all got stuck in an elevator together for about an hour and uh, so that's where I became friends with them. So if you're looking for friendship, just get stuck in an elevator with someone. I, I have been stuck in an elevator once with someone. I've got to say, I can't remember any of the people that I was stuck in that lift with, but um, but I was probably unlucky because it, it clearly wasn't a band. Although I don't think any band would have me because I'm not very musical, sadly. So uh, so that's a good thing. You're stuck in it and 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 it all started from from that friendship form there. So yeah. um, so then you went on the road with, with, you were playing keys for them, right? Is that right? Yeah, with, with Need for Breathe. And then what happened to that? Oh, I mean, it was a sweet time. I loved it. Um, You know, there's still some of my closest friends. I still do a lot of stuff with them. But during that time, me and my wife were kind of walking through, you know. Hold on, hold on, hold on a minute, David. You didn't didn't mention you had a wife. When when did that happen? I got married, like, right out of college. So, um, yeah, she's awesome. Uh, she's a teacher. She's a high school teacher. She's been doing that for forever. For this is her fourteenth year doing this. So, uh, whenever we moved to Nashville, she started doing that, and so she's incredible. But during that time, was it was extremely difficult just because I was gone 30, 40 days at a time, and so we had developed individual lives. And 
which makes it hard on any kind of marriage. It doesn't matter if it's really, really good when you're, when you're not together. And that was before FaceTime and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, my, and we lived on opposite schedules, you know, she would get up at six in the morning and go teach all day. And I didn't wake up until one o'clock in the afternoon. And when she got out of school, I was doing sound check. And so it was just, couldn't ever connect. And uh, we ended up going to this small little church in Franklin called Journey Church. And um, she was like, I really want to go try out the small group thing because you're gone a lot and I, I want community. And uh, so we ended up going together. And man, the grace of Lord of the Lord just hit me um, like it never has before. Grace became like a real tangible thing. Um, I, I had done everything I could in my life to kind of avoid those kind of scenarios. I didn't want people to hear my problems. I didn't want to hear their problems. Um, but I sat around that circle of 12 people and I listened to them share their stories. And, um, and I started sharing and there was zero judgment. There was love. There was compassion. And uh, for me, it, it started to awaken my eyes to, to what grace really, really was. Um, and so for me, I just I began to, to long more and more for that, that community and for what God was doing there. And uh, I ended up writing a, a song. I, I didn't really write worship songs um, previous. And, and so I remember I was with Need to Breathe and we were um, in the northern part of the country. Um, and we I just decided I was going to go out and try to write a song, try to write a normal kind of song that I've written before. And couldn't I started thinking about those 12 people and like this worship stuff started coming out and um, I had no idea what to do with it. So I decided to send it to the worship pastor at journey at the time. And, and uh, I said, please don't share this with anyone. It's not a good song, but I just feel like I'm supposed to send it to you. And uh, he said, man, this is so cool. He's like, there's another girl here at our church that wants to write songs for her small group. It's so like you guys should get together. And so he introduced me to this girl named Leslie Jordan. And um, we started getting together and, and just started writing songs for our church journey. We, we weren't trying to be a band. We weren't trying to be anything. We were just trying to simply, you know, respond to what God was doing through our lives, through through this community, and in turn, give our community songs that were specifically for them. Um and then all of a sudden it was like a snowball. And, and so uh, that was a crazy seven years of, of pouring into our church and to being able to pour into the greater church. And um, it was nuts. It was an, a nut season that I'm continually thankful for. And uh, yeah, that, that, that season of my life has, has been one that, that I'll hold on to forever of, um, of just what I've fallen in love with the church and fallen in love with creating for the church. And um, after that was done, I, I, I've been producing a, a ton. That's a, I'm just going to hold you just, just for any of our, any of our listeners who haven't clocked it because they may not have yet worked it out. So, Oh, I had the band with all sons and daughters. All sons and daughters. Yeah. So David Leonard and Leslie Jordan. All right, this is my first interview in about two years. So, you know, I'm 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 having to catch up a little bit. <laughs> well, that's absolutely fine, David. So, and and just I just want to say hats off to to you and Leslie because you produce some beautiful music in All Sons and Daughters, uh, Grammy nominated, Dove Award winning, 
but just going after Jesus in the lyrics as, as well. It was, it was, it was, and you described it as a, as a great season. And I've got to say, I'm very grateful for that season. Um, I think there's lots of good fruit from it. So, but that season's come to an end, like, like many seasons do. And, and you started writing your own solo stuff. Was that something that came, was it like literally you got to the end of All Sons and Daughters and then said, and now I'm going solo. You're just about to start talking about doing some producing. What was that about? Yeah, I mean, I, th I think when, once we decided to end that, I mean, I was already kind of producing to begin with. And that that's kind of where I was like, all right, hey, I'm going to dive into this head first. And so me and two of my friends started this production company called The Creek Music together. And we just started working on any record we could get our hands on. Um, and it's been crazy. So we ended at the, in 2017. And so for the last, you know, five years, we've been, we've been going hard, um, working with so many amazing artists from Josh Baldwin and Brandon Lake to Maverick city. And like uh, across the Bocote Carnes, across the board, we just did the Helsers new record. So like we've, we've been a part of so many amazing things and, um, so, so the writing and production side of it has, has been beautiful, but out of that is like, you know, I, you start to write songs and you all of a sudden you start realizing, Oh, that, that might actually be my song. That might be a song that I need to sing. Um, and that's kind of how the solo stuff was birthed because I was writing these songs for all these other people. And then all of a sudden started realizing that some of those were actually my songs. Um, and so, uh, yeah, just uh, it's it's been it's been amazing to be able to try to figure out the balance between working on other people's music and and working on my own and um, but it's I feel like it's worth it and and definitely a spot where I'd I'd love to stay. Well, and those are some clearly some big names with some people who passionately seeking Jesus in in worship and um, musical ministry. So it's fantastic to hear that those things have been coming together and also wonderful. But off the back of it, you've also been writing your own solo music because actually just, just so you know, it was um, it was Mike from Mercy Me. When I chatted with him, he said, you've got to check out what David Leonard's doing. He's doing some great stuff. So and then I, I went straight away, had to listen to it, looked at some stuff on YouTube and went, this is just beautiful. So um, so thanks to Mike for, for giving you that shout out because I certainly was blessed by it. So that's cool. Um, just to jump back, you talked you talked about grace. Um, and how in that small group in Journey Church, you started to feel that you weren't judged and you started to feel love and you could share how you truly were. And I think that's something that is a struggle for so many people at church because they want to have the appearance of, oh, God and me have got it sorted, we're doing okay. Uh, and it's a very British thing as well, that if someone says, how are you? To reply with anything other than, oh, fine. Or something like that is, is almost like, oh, that's a strange thing to actually say how you are, because, you know, that's not how we work. Um, so tell us a little bit about how you experience God's grace. Uh, and for those people, maybe some of the people listening that aren't Christians yet, can you tell them what's so amazing about God's grace? Yeah, I mean, for, for me, for me, grace was, um, man, it's hard, so hard to put in, into words because it, it is such an it was such an action. Uh, I think grace was always words that I heard. Grace was always a word that I heard. You know, you, oh, yes, you have grace for this. Yeah. And it's like something that 
until you walk through something that you actually need grace from, you need forgiveness from, uh, it's really hard to understand it because it's not a tangible thing that's like normal. Um, and I, I think for me, it was, it was a season of life where um, acceptance and love was hard to give to myself. And when other people extended it to me, it, it was something that allowed me to see the hand that God had been extending to me the entire time, um, <clears throat> which is pretty mind blowing to think about. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think, I think grace is, is one thing. Once you, once you see it, it's hard to unsee and, um, and it, it, it kind of stays with you forever. Yeah. And God's grace is an amazing thing. The fact that he loves us and we don't deserve it and he doesn't stop loving us even when we mess up and he always wants to call us close to him is just such a source of joy and revelation to me again and again afresh uh, of actually how his love just never fails. Um, so it's a lovely thing to talk about, David. Thanks for mentioning it. Um, okay, we've got, we've got another track to play from you. Uh, this track is called I Will Wait uh, from your solo album, The Wait. Tell us about well, tell us a little bit about the album, about about the reason that it sort of came together, the story that's within it, and specifically this song, "I Will Wait." Yeah, I mean, th- this that season of my life was kind of um, telling the story of, of kind of the end of all sons and daughters, and also um, the journey of me and my wife had struggled with infertility and and struggled with wanting to have another kid. We had. At the time, we had one daughter, and it took us years to get pregnant the first time. <clears throat> and then we had been trying for another like four years and um, struggled with that. I had a miscarriage in the meantime of that. And, um, and yeah, I, I think this song for me was uh, such a, I don't know, it was just a submission kind of thing. Um, uh, we we did end up we did end up getting pregnant again, which was amazing. We have another daughter. Um, her name's River, and you catch it in the second verse. Um, I end up working her name into the the second verse. There's a sunrise. There's a there's a river. There's a sunrise. There's a new day, and it's breaking and it's bringing a new dawn, um, which is pretty special. Um, to to be able to kind of sneak that in and um but yeah it's a, it's a really special track to me we i ended up writing it with leva smith who's a gateway um leads it he's a worship leader at gateway and so we ended up we were writing it for gateway but it was one of those that then they released it but um i was like oh man this is this is my song so and it's been really special to me and my family yeah, That was I Will Wait by David Leonard. And I'm very pleased to say that David is still with us for the Artist Interview, a podcast from Hope FM, also available on our partner stations. 
David, thank you so much for all that you shared from your heart. It would be wonderful if you're happy to pray for listeners right now. I'd love to. Father, thank you for today. Thank you for this time just to be able to come together and tell stories and to reflect on what you have done. Um, we pray now that as uh, we are listening and, and as we go about our day, that you would continue to guide us, continue to shape us, uh, and continue to teach us of your love. Help us to continually see where you're moving uh, and help us to move in that direction. Uh, thank you for your grace and for your mercy. And we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. David, would you be happy to pray for those people? Um, as an additional thing, those people who have been waiting for something, those people who've been asking God and not receiving um, in whatever way he feels appropriate. Yeah. Father, we pray for, for those who have been in a season of wait. Lord, I know that it is not an easy thing to do. Uh, I pray that you give um, you give mercy to their hearts and to their minds. Father, that they would be able to rest in the fact that you do know what you're doing and your timing is perfect. While it is hard for us to understand that, um, because we are so focused on what we have going, the Father, help us and grant them the ability to be able to rest in your timing. We pray that they are continually filled up and that they know that they are in your hands. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you, David. Well, we've talked a little bit about your history the journey that God's been taking you on. Uh, it would be great to talk a little bit about what you feel is coming in 2022. So we're recording this at the very end of February, 2022. Um, what do you think God's got planned for the rest of the year? Man, I, I mean, I, I just released the first thing that I've released in a couple of years. Um, I released a song called Every Hour, which has been really special. You know, talking about that time of leading worship at my dad's place. Don't tell me too much about it right now, because we will definitely hear that as our final track, David. <laughs> oh, sorry. So, so you've, so you've, that's okay. So you've, re so you've released, you've released a single every hour, but what other things are coming to, in going forwards? I got. We've been recording songs, you know, over the last uh, six months, six seven months, and so we got, we got, we got more tracks coming. Um, and it, it's been fun. It's been fun to be creative again. It's been fun to be able to kind of put out my own voice um and so some songs i'm really proud of i can't tell you what they are because i would just be giving all of it away <laughs> but you gotta, be, you gotta be listening you gotta be ready but it's uh it's, it's gonna be good we're looking forward to playing them here so uh for those people though who want to keep an eye on you how do people connect with you uh instagram my website david leonard music uh david leonard um that's that's usually where i hang out if you write me on instagram i'm gonna write you back so shoot me a message all that kind of stuff i, I love hearing stories i love i love connecting with people um and that's kind of the easiest way to do it yeah in fact one of the things as i was re researching the interview one of the things that i noticed was numbers of people putting in messages in various places about how your music had impacted them uh, and it's always encouraging to me to see um, the fruits of that sort of thing when people go oh, this song's really helped me uh, is there maybe an occasion when someone has reached out to you on social media just to describe something that's happened to them that you can remember 
Oh man, I mean, too 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 many. I I, I like I, I I couldn't tell you. There's so many so many people that, and it's like so out of the blue. You'll get some kind of response out of a song that you didn't you've totally forgotten about, and that I think that's just kind of like the beauty of the Lord. Uh, we we tend to create, you know, I've tended to create these things and create, create songs. And, and, you know, I'm like, Oh yeah, yeah, that's great. It's whatever. And, but you don't realize how much songs actually like pour into people's lives and become the soundtracks for whatever they're going through. And um, I'm just, I'm thankful that, that people have felt honored to share, you know, with, with people singing over people's hospital beds and of, about, you know, their lungs and especially with the COVID stuff and Grady Lord being sung over people's beds and things like that. It's just like, it's crazy. Um, and I just, I don't take lightly what songs can do. Like they, it's, they are serious things that really speak in and, and pour into people's lives and I'm just I'm grateful that that songs have impacted and, and become special moments for people. Well, well, I've got to say, I'm certainly seeing it when I'm looking around the web. So it's great to hear that you've had that encouragement as well. And that there's fruit from ongoing things, even things you've forgotten about. Um, just God still using them to touch people from all over the place. Can I ask about in your household? Now, you mentioned your your little daughter is called River. What, what's your older daughter called and how old is she now? Ella Kate, and she's 10. Okay. And what's your wife's name? Natalie. So when Natalie, Ella Kate, and River and you are all together, what sort of things do you like to do to chill out? Oh, well, we listen to a lot of music, We, which is mostly Disney songs and things like that. And so with two girls, they're always running around singing. Um, we love getting out. They love taking pictures and making little movies and um we love little adventures so we we try to do that kind of stuff pretty often um but yeah they're pretty they're pretty special they're a ton of fun but that sounds like a a cool thing so your favorite disney movie is oh that's hard man i mean right now they're in in canto that's everything to them um so but yeah it's it it changes with every new every new one that comes out it changes you didn't answer the question like a politician, David. Uh, I asked, what's your favorite one? You told me their favorite one's in Canto. <laughs> uh, dude, what, am I stuck with Disney or am I stuck with... Oh, uh, you could, you, I will let you broaden it out. Go on, it doesn't have to be Disney then. Because there's so many, like, like I, I was a huge, um, I did love uh, Up. I loved Up. Yeah, Up's a great movie. That's a good choice. That's a good choice. All of them have like beautiful, heartfelt moments. They're all so good nowadays. It's hard to pick one. That that is probably true. From when I was a kid, the stories have gotten so much better. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like when you know, I grew up in the '90s, and so I go back and I watch Aladdin and Little Mermaid and all those kind of things that like kind of came out when I was growing up. And the stories are pretty awful. Like they're not really that good. But you start watching these new ones, like there's so much, there's so there's such depth to all of them, and everyone's got a, a bigger story. And so I don't know. It's kind of crazy. And you mentioned listening to music in your family. What about 
worship music so because i'm guessing that sometimes when you want to worship you don't go i'm going to put on some david leonard and worship that maybe you do i don't know because it's pretty cool stuff uh, no they turn it off real quick they just think that that's what dad does kind of thing so they the the worship music kind of they're like oh don't take because that's work you know like when i come home and i'm like hey listen to this real quick they're just i'm just bugging them with what i'm doing and they just want to get back to their movie or whatever they're listening to. So a lot of times that kind of stuff becomes work to them and they don't want any part of it, part of it. So I think it's, it's mostly, you know, we'll sing songs around by ourselves and not turn stuff on. One thing that has been fun has been this new Helsa record that came out Um we, they've been doing uh, YouTube releases for all the songs. And so when the songs have released, we've kind of all cuddled up on the couch and watched them together. And that's been really sweet. Um, that's, that's pretty cool. So that, I mean, I guess that's fine. Just before Christmas, you you did some some absolutely lovely Christmas songs, didn't you? You, 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 had, um, uh, you had Bart, you had uh, Ann Wilson. Um, how did that all come together? Well, last year or two years ago, I started doing this thing, you know, you all, I've, I've never done a Christmas record. All Sons of Daughters never did a Christmas record. Nobody ever did. We never did. And um, I was like, man, just looking for something to do. And so I kind of like pigeonholed myself and, and I made one video of me doing a, a Christmas song. And then I, at the, on the Instagram com, I like a, title i put one of 12 and i was like now i'm locked in because i've just announced to the world that there's 11 more of these and i didn't have 11 more i didn't have any of those and so uh i would literally just call friends and be like hey come over tonight do a verse and a chorus of this christmas song and we'll record it and we'll throw it up and it was just a ton of fun everybody kind of got excited about it and people started reaching out and going hey i'll do one i'd like to do one um and so this year when it came back around i was like man i really want to do it again and so i just started reaching out to more friends and and so it became really special so maybe next year we'll have a record or something i I enjoyed it so i was grateful for all the people that chipped in because it was really nice really just relaxed sort of beautiful music without without too much overcrowding of fuss in there if that makes sense just 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 you and and one other so i I loved it so looking forward to next christmas now i have a reason to enjoy it all the more because i'm a bit of a grinch normally so david when when you're in ministry when you're doing shows when just well doing life really sometimes things don't go to plan so do you have a story maybe of where things go wrong but god puts it right well i mean i think uh, thinking about it, it it when, whenever we wrote Grady Lord, and I've told the story a bunch, but it's like whenever we wrote it, I did not like it. It was not a song that was even on my radar for to be on the record. We were doing a live record, and I was like, no, I, I don't, I don't think this is it. I don't, I like, I was not a huge fan of it, um, and I don't know why. It was just kind of one of those things that just whenever we wrote it, it didn't really hit me as one of those things of, of like, Oh yeah, this is kind of 
we should do this. And uh, the more and more we sat with it, more people would speak in and going, Hey, I think you should really do this. I think you should really do this. And like, no, 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 no. And then um, enough people spoke in, which was the Lord in all ways speaking through all these people of going, I think you should do this. Um, And, uh, and so um, the rest is history. We said yes, and, and then uh, we're here. But it, that's been my constant reminder um, that I have no idea what I'm doing and that I have to trust in the Lord in all things. Well, that is extraordinary. So you're telling me, great are you, Lord, you were going to basically bin. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's a great example of God turning something around because that is a glorious song and I'm very glad that you didn't. So thanks for listening to everyone else's nudges. I love it, David. That's awesome. Talking to some of the best names in contemporary Christian music. This is the Hope FM Artist Interview. Thinking about the Bible, uh, what's your favourite Bible character? Who do you most relate to and why? Oh, I mean, it sounds cliche, but David, for sure. <laughs> I mean, that's who I was named after. Um... Yeah, I mean, I, I think I've I've leaned into the Psalms and and relate greatly of of this God, where are you? But oh, you're good, kind of thing. I, I feel like I feel that a lot of times, um, and even you know, I just just the character of making bad decisions and uh, still choosing to 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 lean into God through it all and. Um, yeah, I think I think David is probably who I would I would most relate to for sure. Uh, he's becoming a very popular choice in 2022 for lots of different reasons, um, but he's he's definitely um, someone I think many uh, creatives who also live a real life and are authentic can can go. Yeah, I I I can relate to David when he sings uh, and from his heart about stuff. I think that's one of the things that does come through in your uh, tracks, David, is just how real they feel they don't feel just like they've been made nice for just selling a lot of records uh, and i do hope you you sell a lot of records because it is your ministry and business you do need to, to live and all the rest of it um but it actually i think it sings you sing from your heart in a really lovely way sir so i i really enjoy that um so we've got one last track to play from you now the tracks it's your new single you are allowed to talk about this one because this one is out finally it's called, it's called Every Hour, isn't it? Tell us about Every Hour. Yeah, Every Hour is a special song. Like I, I said before, my dad was, was a college pastor, and um, my dad now is the lead pastor at my home church. And so uh, back a year ago, he was doing one of his last meetings for the college and asked me to come down and lead for it. And so just to pause, your home church. So what, what's your home church now? So you were at Journey Church. Sorry. So like my like home home. So like I've been in Nashville for 16 years now, which is, you know, it's been a lot of time right right now. I, uh, Journey Church was my home for about 11 years. And and now we're at a church called Church of the City in Franklin. And um, but yeah, I just and we just we just go as a family. And um, but yeah, my dad's the lead lead pastor um, back in my home church, Pauline Baptist Church, a little small church in a little town in Monticello, Arkansas. And yeah. Uh, but yeah, when he asked me to come down and, and lead, um, I was leading and I was actually leading, Lord, I need you. Um, and kind of came into the spontaneous moment at the end of the song and, and fell into this course of every hour. And so it's really special. I've, you know, I'd never written 
a worship song out of the place that birthed me and, and what I do. And so for it to come from that place was like really, really special to me. Um, and I just love the song. I ended up bringing it back, finishing it with my buddy Josh Baldwin and Stephen Cashwell. And uh, I just feel like it's a, a really, really beautiful church song. And um, it's been fun. It's been fun to, to get it out there. That was a snip from David Leonard's new single, Every Hour. And thank you so very much, David, for joining us on The Artist's Interview, a podcast from Hope FM, also on our partner stations worldwide. I hope you really enjoyed this episode. And there are many other great interviews from lovely artists with wonderful stories and fantastic music. For you to enjoy, just pop to your favourite podcast platform and search up The Artist Interview. I'm Gordon T. Thanks for joining me. God bless. Talking to some of the best names in contemporary Christian music. This is the Hope FM Artist Interview.